Hello, I'm Pastor Marion Dalton. Great to have you with me today. I've been leading people most of my adult life and pastoring for over 30 years. And one of the questions I'm often asked is, what do I do when I feel stressed? You know, what do I do when I feel stressed? And, you know, especially if you're a believer, we have a lot of comfort in scriptures, the word, and 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 that sort of thing. But we also have to look at it in the natural as well. Because when we're facing, you know, possibly losing a business, losing a home, uh, a relationship that means something very much to us, breaking up, or problems with our children, or problems in our marriage, just all kinds of things that that we our self image maybe we don't appear we don't have the appearance that we would like to see ourselves have and we just get stressed because we want certainty that's basically what stress is it's anxiousness right and we're anxious because we fear that something's not going to turn out the way we think it should or we fear that it's going to turn out the way we think it should and that's not what we want right so really that that is the root of what stress is it's anxiousness that that this comes on you because of something you want in certainty that's good for you versus something you fear might happen that's not good for you. So the key is, as a believer, is the first thing we got to do is realize that God is relational. He's not directional. He created us to be in relationship, and he created us in his own image and likeness. And as we begin to understand that, the key is to come to him to admit whatever it is we're going through, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, and admit our fears to him and and our and our our, our concerns of will you come through for me? Will you will you will you be here for me? And and to, what I want you to realize is he is the only certainty we have. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, and the ending. And the Bible tells us that the steps of a righteous man or a righteous person are ordered of the Lord. And when it's talking about that, righteousness is not you being a goody-goody two-shoes. Righteousness is the standing we have in Christ when we were born again through Him, right, to our Heavenly Father. When we were born again, that put us in right standing or righteousness. From that point, you're no longer operating as a, a slave or a servant or a friend. You're operating as a child of God. Now, as we begin to think about that, I'm a child of God, then how do I deal with this stress? How do I deal with this anxiousness and worry and fear that I'm facing? Well, I love a scripture in Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. I'm going to read it to you out of the Message Bible because it really talks about trusting God. If you want to have certainty in anyone or anything, it's in God, and faith is simply knowing and trusting God. So check this out. It says, trust God from the bottom of our heart, of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He is the one who will keep you on track. So if I want to stay on track in my life, going through the tough stuff, the difficult stuff, and even enjoying the fun stuff and the awesome stuff in my life, then I got to trust God. I got to trust God in the good days, on the good days, trust God on the bad days. And I know that's easier said than done. Whenever we feel like, well, maybe I haven't lived up to what I should and God's not interested in me, or has he forgotten my name, my address? I don't know. It just seems like God is not moving for me or moving in my favor. Well, he knows what's going on in our lives, and there's times that he'll just watch you go through things. It's a test, not from God. It's a test in this world, and through that test that Satan brings into our life or just circumstances or 
poor decisions bring in our life, that's what tries our heart and makes us stronger. That's what gives us the wisdom that we need to, to live a, a fun, successful a, a, a life for God. So as we think about it, you know, um, knowledge is good, but knowledge without experience doesn't mean that you have wisdom. Knowledge has a, means you have an understanding about something or someone or a subject or a career, but true wisdom is when you have experience with the knowledge, which brings maturity. You can't, we can't walk in wisdom without uh, maturity. And when we walk in the wisdom of God, that means I put him above everything and everyone else, above every situation and every circumstance. And as I do that, I love what the Apostle Paul said when he was fighting and Satan was attacking his body even. And and, uh, and he said, look, I... I could get a lot of revel. I may have too much revelation. I don't know, but but God for some reason hasn't removed this thorn from my flesh. The translation there actually is is a spiritual attack, not a physical attack. He was just using an illustration. But here's what Paul said: that you know, I'm facing these challenges and uh, I'm dealing with a lot of things in my life. But but here's what the Lord said to me in my time of seeking Him and asking Him how I should handle these difficult days. And it's simply this, says up Second Corinthians 12, 9, says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made, uh, for my power is made perfect or whole in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. What's he saying? As I trust God, even though I don't understand the spiritual attack, even though I don't understand, you know, people threatening my life and, and all these things and kicked out of the ecumenical clubs and all that, right? He says, the one thing that I do is I trust in God and his grace. The word grace means God's unmerited favor or free gift. Also in Romans 5, it talks about grace came, Jesus came, right, to pay for our sins. In other words, Jesus is our grace. We are saved by grace through faith, but the grace we're saved by is Jesus, the Son of God, who, who lived and suffered and went through all these things and, and defeated death, hell, and the grave and rose to be at the right hand of the Father. He is our grace. And Paul says, you know what? All the things Jesus went through, uh, what I'm going through doesn't compare, so I'm going to trust in Him and trust in my Lord and Savior, and His grace is sufficient for me. Then this is really cool, and I want you to get this, and we'll and we'll we'll be finished, and I'll have a part two because I want to give you some steps of how to get through this process uh, of dealing with stress and that kind of thing and fear. But he says, uh, "Trust God from the bottom of your heart." In other words, it's not head knowledge. It's just in your gut, in your heart, in your spirit. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. That's what I talked to you about a few moments ago. But now jump down as we look again. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. When you're going through stress, when you're going through an anxious time, when you're going through a difficult season, what's happening at that point, it says that we are actually getting stronger, not weaker. You know, it may be like a, a, a big workout. Some guys working out or you ladies are working out. 
even though you know you're weak, you're sweaty, you're tired at the end of it, you can barely get to your car, right, to drive home. What's really happening in that time when you feel your weakness, you actually gain strength because you used your muscles, you used the oxygen in your body, you increased all these levels. And what does that do? Whenever you do that, that means you're really getting stronger. Well, it's the same way in our natural life and our spiritual life. When we're sweating it out, when we're toughing it through, when we're pushing it through, Paul says, therefore, I boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. His power is sufficient. His grace is sufficient for you. Now, next week, I'm going to give you some steps that I believe that, that have, well, I know they've helped me, and I believe they will help you really access God's trust at a higher level and walk out His plan for your life beyond what you could ever imagine and realize that your certainty lies in Him. So until next time, have a great day.